welcome to our podcast. It's our favorite podcast. It, it sure is. Uh, hopefully it's your favorite podcast as well because it's in our theme tune. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, our podcast is called Cosplay and Cocktails. Uh, this is Paige. And I am, as always, Jesse. As always. Um, hey, Jesse, you got anything exciting going on in your life right I now? I do. I have some dee 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 Just regular the news. Dee. Not nerd news, oh, yeah. though. The, well, I guess it, I'm a nerd, so it's sort of... Uh, I bought pets today. Yeah. Bought three mice. They're sitting here with us. Yeah. They're recording with us. Uh-huh. They are. Uh, They're very cute. There's three of them. What are their names? Their names are Chuha, Laoshu, and um, Pon- uh, Pontiki. Tell us about that. Though means mouse in three different languages. So Laoshu is Mandarin Chinese. Uh, Chuha is Hindi, and uh, Pontiki is Greek. So basically what I did was I looked up, my friend suggested, oh, you should look up mouse in like Spanish or something. So I looked up mouse in a whole bunch of different languages and uh, picked the three I thought were cutest. Uh, You'll be not shocked to know, you can cut this part out of the podcast if you want, you'll be not shocked to know that I looked up Mandarin first. I'm not. Mandarin? Um, Mandarin, yeah. Um, So, cocktail corner. Um, I went to a local-ish distillery, local-to-you-ish distillery. I mean, yeah, it's a small family run. Mm -hmm. One we've been to several times Uh before. We really, really enjoy. Um, We'll we'll shout them out. So, it's Stumpy's. Stumpy's, close to St. Louis. Um, and they have, uh, whiskey, they have bourbon, they have vodka. Bourbon is is whiskey. Okay. Vodka. They have like (laughs) gin. um, They they have have flavored flavored white dog. So Uh like, if you're not familiar with what white dog is, it's basically the whiskey before it's aged. So it's still clear. It's a lot sweeter. Um, a lot of people who aren't whiskey fans like white dog. Mm-hmm. And so they have white dog that's like honey flavored, lemon flavored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah they have really, really good, really awesome. Like they're just a really good family owned business. Like, We've been several times. Jesse and I went when they first first mm-hmm. opened, and they were a smaller uh, operation. It was so, and we've like, been back a couple times. Great My husband service, really loves great. it. Yeah. They're all of their liquors are good. Uh-huh. They and they also work with other local businesses. So uh-huh. for their apple vodka, they work and their with peach, the, they get all of their fruit extracts from like local orchards. It's actual fruit. It's not right. extract. Just like well, fruit yeah, they fruit. get yeah, they like get they, it, the flavors from um from local orchards. Uh-huh. All of their resources come. They're a farming family, so they come from their corn, yeah, their, their corn, barley, yeah. their wheat, whatever. Yeah. Um. And they do it all. I think it kind of has a special place in our hearts because, like you said, we went right after they opened and we had like, and the this owner, one-on-one tour yeah. with the owner. And we could see him like mixing up our drinks and like talking, like kind of he like was psyching himself so out. passionate uh-huh. about it. And, and like... And we've seen it kind of grow you know, since right, then. And like, I'm a bourbon aficionado, so like asking him questions and him getting excited that yeah. like I knew a little bit about it. It was just really cool. It was cool. Um, yeah. Great customer service, really affordable. Yep. Um, and you know, you so always if feel you better. if yeah, if you are in the Midwest, you might uh, see Stumpy's there. Vodka's called um, Unbroken. Unbroken, and they have a couple different flavors. They have a green apple and a peach, like Jesse said, so good. Um, 
They've got a honey whiskey that is really good. And their good. gin is really good if you're not normally a gin it's drinker. It's got really juniper-y. It's, yeah, it's not too intense. No. Uh, it's You can get that hint of juniper, but it's not like, yeah. I'm not normally a gin drinker. I'm not a huge gin wow. drinker, but I really like their gin. Yeah. Like, So I was there um, over the weekend, basically, and uh, picked up a couple things and picked up some of their vodka, which, like I said, is so good. It's just a really smooth vodka. And then... They had this, I don't even have it up here with us, but they had this syrup um, that they don't make. They, someone, someone they're affiliated ma with makes, um, and it was a blackberry mint, uh, what would you call it? Like a syrup, basically. Yeah. Mixer. And they were telling me how to make it um, there, and they said, okay, just try it with, um, it's really good with vodka and like club soda. And I was like, well... She was like, do you want to try it? And so I said, yeah, sure. So she mixed just the syrup and the club soda. And I tried that. And it was so good. Like heavy, heavy on the mint. But like you still tasted that sweetness mm -hmm. of the blackberry. And it was so good. So Je <laughs> Jesse came over and I was like, here, like I made this uh, drink for us. And um, it's not as good um, adding the vodka in, but it's still got a good, like, it's definitely drinkable. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, it's just not, I haven't gotten the ratios yeah. down yet. And, and it might be good, like, maybe a blackberry citrus. I drink a lot of that blackberry citrus club soda, seltzer water. Uh, so yeah. maybe, like, trying that. Uh, that's a good like idea. That. that might add just a little bit uh -huh. more flavor. Because or... I felt like it was either too much flavor or, or not enough. But you don't fingerspell. No. A not local nationwide chain store has just plain blackberry seltzer or water. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Jesse, uh, we were, this is what we're drinking and we were trying to come up with a name for it and Jesse had a genius idea. Yeah. So my genius idea while I was going relates, to relates to the episode. Right. Relates to the episode. So we were talking, she's like, we need to think of a name, Paige being she, so <laughs> we need to think of a name for this week's cocktail, which is something we do often. A lot of times we think of the cocktail we make it, yeah. as something we will both drink and then we need a fan to be named. So I went out to my car to get us a, a bottle of wine. Because, shocker, we drink this. Yeah, because <laughs> we drank, both drink our cocktails. And I said, well, what about for a name for the cocktail? I just thought of since Dragon Con went virtual this year, mm -hmm. what about we call it the virtual dra virtual Dragon Con? Because it's still really good, but not as good as when you had it in person. <laughs> right. So just like Dragon Con. Yeah, it's good, but the just virtual not Dragon the same. Con, right. The virtual Dragon Con, you can tell how much work went into it. We'll get into we'll, it. We're going to yeah. talk about it. We'll get it. into like, it. Yeah. So I don't want to disparage the virtual dragon no. by that. But it, of course, it's not as good as right. it's not the same. an in-person. As an addition to Cocktail Corner, um, on the last episode, Jesse had mentioned that she ordered the Dragon Con mead uh, that they offered this year. Um, it's called Dragon's Nectar, and it's made by Monk's Meadery in um, Georgia. Um, and it's made with like passion fruit and hibiscus and dragon fruit. Um, I tried it this weekend. Yeah, I think um, they're in Athens. The yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Athens, uh, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, I tried it this weekend. Um, I like mead. I like wine. Um, but what I really love is a sour beer. And to me, that is what it tastes like. 
Um, and I liked it a lot. So yeah, uh, shout out to more, them. I think more like a dry white wine, like a Chardonnay, but it's not. Yeah, if you've had mead before, it's not it's like not most mead. of the mead no. that I've had. I mean, no. it is mead technically. I would say like it's, it's made more. From, it is honey that has been fermented. Right, 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 right. But it just doesn't taste like most meads we've ha- no, I've had. No um, It tastes more like a sour beer, yeah. which I was all about. I really liked it. Um, so I was really excited about it. Can I keep one of these cans? I was going to tell you you should. Yay. You can keep them all if you want. I've got one. I, I tried to one. make. So I made a pop can lamp in like seventh grade shop. <gasps> and I tried to replace the can with this and it didn't go great. That's a good idea though. It didn't work, but. <laughs> so on today's episode, um, we have been spending the last couple days getting together, cosplaying, celebrating, and trying mm-hmm. to make Dragon Con weekend uh, as fun as possible whenever we're not mm-hmm. in Atlanta with 80,000 of our favorite geeky people. Yeah, you know, it was nowhere, it wasn't the same. No. It obviously can't be the same. Yeah, we've had it, we've, we've mourned it, we've been sad, yeah. we've... We went through the emotions, but um, but we just had decided early on we were going to make the most of it and try to get together and do some fun stuff. So we just thought we would uh, fill you in on what we did over the mm-hmm. weekend and how we celebrated. Yeah, um, since we and mentioned the different... Dragon Con every episode, and we had intended for this episode, you know, like right after Labor Day, that we're recording right mm-hmm. now on Labor Day. We had intended for the episode that we recorded right after Labor Day to be Which about now thinking Con. about, like, probably next year, fingers crossed, that when we are actually at Dragon Con again, it might be more than one episode. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, it, it might have be. to be, like, a nightly episode. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, because, like, so much more goes on when we're, yeah. you know. That's been a struggle doing this podcast during Corona is... Just not having cons to go to, not having reasons to cosplay, right. and then like your job as a mom being harder, my job as a teacher being mm-hmm. harder, like just finding right. ways. To yeah, still... like starting this at the beginning of 2020, we were like, okay, like we normally get to this many cons a year, we're gonna try to go to a couple more, it kind of explore right. a little bit more. Like, this is gonna be our excuse to get to go do these right, things. Some smaller regional cons. Uh-huh, and have more to talk about. And little did we know, right? I mean, we went to the first con that was feasibly possible for us, um, mm-hmm. with C2E2, which was early in the year for us, yeah, February. Um, the and last we had of February, we had a at least two more planned, if not more than that, for what we thought we were going to get to do. More and I, than that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely more than but that. But we have some ideas for next year. We may go to see Sheila in May in Houston. Uh-huh. She's invited us down there to see her and go to that Comic-Con. And, of course, Dragon Con's always on the docket. We're yeah, planning we're, on doing yeah. some Wizard Worlds locally. And, and Yeah, I would like to go to... Like, there's some small regional clients right. that I won't mention the name to, but, like, when they are able mm-hmm. to happen again, yeah. I'd like to... But, so, them. yeah. So, um, we just decided we were going to treat this like we had been at Dragon Con, and we are going to tell you about kind of how... What we did, yeah, what... What we enjoy, how virtual Dragon Con went. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's what we're up to, so... So, um, so we started out on Thursday night... No, Friday night. Friday night. And we yeah. didn't do anything Thursday, which normally would be a short night anyway. 
Yeah, normally we would get, like, so if things had gone to plan, mm-hmm. no coronavirus, we would have gotten to Atlanta about 6 seven. o'clock, 6, 7 o'clock their time. And then we would have went to the hotel, probably ordered room service, and um, while we eat, eat our room service, not while ready. we got ready for the bunny hatch party. And then done um, that. This is making me more depressed. <laughs> <laughs> And so then we had the bunny hatch party, and then, you know, we would have had our first full day of Friday. Right. But I had to work. Obviously, there was we no... Were at a, we were out of town. You had to work. Normally, I would take the day off on Friday, right. but there was no point right. this year, so I worked. So, we didn't do anything classes. until Friday this year, which <clears throat> it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But we discussed ahead of time uh, what we wanted to do. If we wanted to wear cosplays that we had... Made for DragonCon this year, which we both decided we didn't because they're all cosplays we're pretty excited right. about. And that we have more work to put into. Right, yeah. No, we didn't. We wanted. kind of stopped progress on most of them anyway. Right. So, we both would have had to do a, quite a bit of uh, work to them. So, we decided to um, just do some random cosplays here and there that we haven't worn in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Th- Friday night, we decided to recreate um, our very first cosplays, mm-hmm. um, which we posted on our Instagram and Facebook. If you want to check those out, Jessie did a recreation of her death. She did a slightly different version. Yeah, I don't. So I did a slightly different version for a couple of reasons. The first reason, well, I guess there's like three reasons. <laughs> First reason, I wore a wig, which I did the first time, because my hair's a lot longer and also has teal, teal. in it right now. Um, so I wore a black wig that I already had just to be a little bit more similar to her hair. And then I wore a belt because I never had the belt the first time around, and I always felt like that was a little bit lacking. So I went and bought just a $5 like clearance belt. Right. And then I wore a skirt instead of jeans because I don't own jeans anymore and I didn't want to buy a pair of black jeans just for like a costume that we were wearing at home also she wears skirts in the comic so it was well and you said when we talked about like the options you were like are we doing is it possible to do like different versions and I was like I don't know why not like if I have if we had more time or if I had thought about it ahead of like I could have bought a different um so I did Amy Pond from Doctor Who that was my very first cosplay um I did um her cosplay from uh, oh, oh, the name of the Time of Angels. Okay. Um, and uh, it's pretty simple, but I still had everything for it. And so uh, I threw that on. Um, but I very easily could have thrown together one of her other outfits. Um, yeah. But we kind of... I already had that. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I did There's no point. Like... Again, we didn't either of us want to spend a lot of extra no. money on it. That's why I went ahead and wore the skirt instead no. of buying jeans. Right? Yeah, we just we just wanted to feel like we were doing yeah, we something. Let, yeah, feeling a little night, festive. We just watched the virtual stuff. We didn't do anything, you know, like yeah. overly. Yeah, we had some cocktails and we mm-hmm. um, dressed up and sat in my living room and watched. Um, we watched Firefly drinking songs, which we've always talked about going to that panel. Yeah, that was one nice thing I will say about the virtual is that there were several panels that I watched that were ones that have been on, like I put on my schedule for years. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just in case, like I'd like to see this so we have time and we never end up having time. Like it, or either like, oh, we're starving. We need to go get dinner and we miss it. Right. Or like it's at the same time as this other panel we really want to see. 
So there were a lot of things that I don't normally necessarily get to see that I got to see this year. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the bands and stuff too. Because a lot of times the bands play at the same time as the parties. So, you know, if you're at a party, you may miss a band playing. Or just if you're not the type of person to be out late. Right. So we sat down and watched Firefly Drinking Songs. I actually, before Jesse got there, watched, um, and we watched a little bit later, some improv D&D. And then we yeah, watched... Yeah, which means... So, I think Paige does not play D&D. Not yet. I want to. I do. Uh, that's what I should do for my birthday is get a campaign together for, like, yeah, all my friends. that'd be fun. I just got really excited about it. We're... Well, um, so, I watched a little bit of that. We watched a little bit later. But mostly we watched Firefly Drinking Songs mm-hmm. that night. Um... Which we did not know that's what it was when we turned it on. That's one of my gripes with uh, Virtual Dragon Con was not knowing what you were clicking there on. Was, well, so there was a Roku channel for it, and that's how we were watching right. it on your TV. But there was on, if you went to like the programming Virtual, on the different tracks via like Facebook and stuff, right? And that's, and also on the website, like if you watch it, so like when I was watching stuff on my phone, there was a schedule up. Right. Told me like this. So, is what but we were watching is. on my Roku, and you just kind of clicked on stuff and saw what popped up yeah. so originally we didn't realize it was firefly drinking song we knew it was somebody singing and playing a Which, instrument yeah like i kind of actually liked that and i won't say that i like like it would have been nice if they had at least like something like little at the bottom in text like telling you what uh, yes i agree but i liked that you it wasn't like on demand it was more like the actual con where, yeah like, where you go when this panel's at this time and if you miss it like right you know but so we watched that and we enjoyed it. We've always wanted to go to that. But probably the thing we got the biggest kick out of was the, the auto live captions. auto captions, mm-hmm. which were hilarious. Bring auto- me the boys. Bring me Koreans. <laughs> right. It auto generated uh, the captions of what this guy was singing. And it was not correct, and it got very funny. So we uh, really enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, his he did a great job, but it was just that was a fun little extra that we got um, to enjoy. So that's what we did. Uh, we had a great time just dressing up and um, yeah, we just like we took some pictures, mm-hmm. danced, we goofed off, yep. we had a couple cocktails. Like you know, we just it was you know it, it was a the pretty same. typical night. For, like, hanging out at my house. Other than but we, watching Dragon Yeah, Con. but we watched mm-hmm. Dragon Con. Which we've done stuff. It reminded me more than it reminded me of actual Dragon Con. It reminded me of, like, preparing for Dragon Con. When we I watch like, buy, old panels. And I'm or... sure I will this year. I'll buy, like, the $10 streaming. You can buy... I don't know what it is if you're not... If you don't normally buy a Dragon Con match. But I know for, like, what they call members. That's what they call their badge holders. Right. It's a $10 fee, and then you get, like, a three- or four-month access to all of their panels from that year. Right. So, and from previous years, too, I think, or a lot of the ones from previous years. So, it reminded me more of that when we'll, like, hang out um, and watch those in, you know, celebration or, like, in anticipation of Dragon Con. So, it was still super, super fun. Um, you know, it still felt like there were a lot of Dragon Con in jokes, you know, like the bumpers and the Dragon Con TV stuff, but yeah, I really um, enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. I turned that on before you got there, and there was a nice little clip between two different panels that I was watching before Jesse got there, got here, and um, they showed just like this really long collage of like shots from. 
the con floor and the the different hotels and just it was showcasing cosplays more than anything and that that just felt like dragon con right. more than anything it was mm-hmm. so nice to, i was just and and anytime we watch that even if it's not dragon con weekend i've had friends come over that i've been like well hold on let me show you they'll ask right. like so what's the big deal and so all there's a video that i always click on on youtube that's like Really shows the magnitude of Dragon right. Con. Yeah, because that's and the thing. And so like, I'll click on it and I'll show it to them. And I always get so excited just watching that. Because Jesse and I talked about earlier, there is this feeling you get when you're at Dragon right. Con. Like, it's hard to describe, but it's just like... Chewy, I'm home. Like, yeah. Chewy, Chewy I'm, I'm home. home. Right. Like, like, it's just such... Yeah, it's like a vibe. Yeah. For yeah. lack of a better... And like... You know, they call it Nerdy Gras for a reason. It's different than any other con because, like, that's the thing. The panels aren't what makes Dragon Con Dragon Con. It's the any people. Con, it's the cosplayer. It's right, the... Right, like, at any other con, the panels are, like, the main draw, you know, right, like, what the celebrities main are there, right? right? But at Dragon Con, like, so much of the con, at least for us... Like, not that we don't do panels and not that we don't do events or, or parties, get excited about celebrities right? or whatever. But, I mean, I don't usually, but... um. You know, so much of it for us is, you know, walking around, seeing your fellow nerds, seeing that, you know, an amazing creative cosplay that you're so impressed by. Just feeling surrounded by just this huge community of people mm -hmm. that are, like, like like-minded. Um, yeah, so, like, that vibe of Dragon Con, of, like, walking, like, that's the thing, the hotel floor is, like, everywhere you go in Dragon Con, you're surrounded by Dragon Con. Whereas, every other convention, really... As soon as you leave the convention center, it's normal. Life. Yeah, when we were in St. Louis this past weekend, um, we were looking for places to eat, and there was one that kept popping up, and I was like, I've heard of that. And finally, I realized it was where you and I ate as Khal Drogo and Khaleesi oh, the breakfast um, dressed up. And I was like, oh, Jesse and I ate there in cosplay one morning before a convention, like... Mm-hmm. But it's it's close. We I was like, people in cosplay. I was like, it's co- it's close to the convention center, but it's just far away enough that we were the only people there in cosplay. Whereas at Dragon Con, mm-hmm. like you have to get pretty darn far right. out, and even on like the Marta coming to and from, yeah, or I've if never, you take no matter a, how far we've stayed out, like our first year, we stayed about as far out as you can stay, mm-hmm. and we there were still other people on the Marta in right, and like if you take an Uber, generally they're not like, why are you all dressed up? Like they know, they know what's up. <laughs> yeah, well, we so my first year, this is I'm gonna try to do a Southern accent. So apologies to anyone from Georgia that's offended by my Southern accent. We were walking to the Marta, and somebody was like. Where are y'all going? Mm-hmm. And we we're like, oh, Dragon Con. And they're like, you mean like the Spaceman's and stuff? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, sure. Um, thank um, you. For- so, so there's just like this different feel that you get at Dragon Con. And I was trying to explain yeah. it to somebody over the weekend. I was like, it's, it's hard to explain. Those, like, it's just I, we like- know that that's frustrating for those of you who haven't been. But like, it really is. Like, if you've ever been to Disney World and you get that like nostalgic sense of belonging mm -hmm. happy place like that's what it is it really is very similar or like any vacation that you really love like especially if there's a place you've gone like multiple years it's just such you know you feel like it's just so like you never know it's exciting because you really never know what you're You're excited but you're nervous (laughs) you're excited (laughs) but you're a little bit scared and you know but mostly excited and uh yeah, like, it's just, like, you literally, like, that's the thing at Dragon Con, like, 
you never know what you're going to see in a good way. Like, you could turn a corner. Like, my brother has literally has a story where he, like, turned around and he saw a giant, full, like, movie-quality Ludo cosplay from Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, my God, like, Ludo. And Ludo yeah. just kind of, like, shrugged. And that's, like, one of his favorite Dragon Con memories. So, like, there's just, like, a million of those little moments that make Dragon Con, like, just the little moments it's of So connection. many that we can't even, like, like I said, if we did... Uh, next year, hopefully, when we get to go back to Dragon Con, I feel like we are going to have to keep really good notes to the best of our ability. Yeah, and, like, we've been really bad about that it, in the past, but now that we have the podcast, really, we have to do better. Really break it down because there are so many just tiny moments I shared on our social media. Like one of my favorite memories is running in, which I don't forget because I have it on video, but running into the Elven Choir. Just randomly, the lantern turning. elves. That's their official name. Oh, the that they lantern elves. The la- I'll explain how I knew that here in a minute. So, like, we'll like turning the corner, uh, we just heard them coming, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I turned on my video, and we all kind of moved to the side, and it was. I mean, as Lord of the Rings fans, cool, but just so magical just to be mm-hmm. walking to get, like, yeah, dinner and they all run have, into them. Right, they all have beautiful costumes. Oh they have gosh. beautiful voices. They sing it was so, so pretty. Like, acapella singing that's, like, professional quality right. if you haven't seen I'm it i'm gonna we start post... cl- crying i don't know why <laughs> if like, you haven't seen it check it out it's on our Instagram. elves yeah and also they well i'll get there right right i'll give so, them so further what... shout out later right like, it's just again we know that that i i know that that's frustrating because i always hate when people are like oh it's indescribable but, but it really is mm-hmm. indescribable dragon con like it's like if you can only go to one con in your lifetime, make it Dragon Con, honestly, yeah. because it's worth it. They like everyone is just so passionate. Like, well, no, I won't say everyone, but so many people are so passionate about it, and it has its own culture. And you're gonna feel like you're part of this like secret society mm-hmm. slash family slash in joke right. slash. You know, like, it's just, you know, you there's know. no other feeling You like know, it. if you listen to this podcast, you know. Yeah, again, I know we talk about Dragon Con a lot, and we, but it's, again, it's the con it's that what got we me look, into. It's what we look forward to it every year. It is my favorite weekend of the year, like, without a doubt, it's the best weekend of the year. It, you know, it, it's done a lot for me, I feel like, in my life. Like, mm-hmm. again, and I know that sounds kind of sappy or, like, stupid that a convention should... But like again, oh, we've and part of that's before, cosplaying like, in general. How much cosplay has right. changed? Part our of lives. that's cosplaying in general. But like, I would not be a cosplayer if it wasn't for Dragon Con. You know, my very first cosplay was for Dragon Con, right? And the fact that I even knew what cosplay was be- was because of the documentary Four Days at Dragon right. Con. So you know, it was really hard hit for us when we knew it was. But again, we understand. Like, I was glad that they canceled it, even though um. it is so important to me because I knew it wasn't safe. Right. So as much as, you know, it was hard. Now we're talking 80,000 people in a very small space. Plus. Right. More than 80,000 people in, you know, four buildings. Yeah. Really. It's not, it was, it wouldn't have been a good idea, but that didn't make us any less sad. Right. It still sucks. But like, so I was really actually, so I don't want people to think that, you know, we're like, howdy. You know, like, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad right. they did what was safe and that everyone, you know, stayed safe. But it was amazing. And, you know, like, there's some people that, like, Dragon Con's the only time we see them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not close, close friends, but, you know, like, friends. And, like, also just, like, cosplayers we admire. And mm-hmm. just, you know, there are things that we only do at Dragon Con. Right. We only get to see at Dragon Con. So, oh. you know what we didn't do once this weekend? What's that? Corgi Girl? What's my snack? Oh, well, we, there's still time. But we... So, that was what we did on Friday night. Um, Saturday, 
we had a get-together at mm-hmm. Jesse's parents' house. Yeah, my folks, when I'm in town, obviously I don't have a house here in our hometown. Our hometown. I'm not that bougie, and also, no thanks. Right. Um, so, I stay with my folks when I come home. I actually stayed with you one night. This you time. did, last night. Um, yeah, that's, it seems like a lot longer ago than that. <laughs> But so we had a party, uh, Jesse and I. Yeah, pre- party is again. I, it is still COVID. We had a socially a just yeah get, a get together. together a cookout yeah. of just the like five or six of us that should be uh, that would normally be right at, right. Um, uh, but listen, so I grilled I grilled some sausages. It was very scary. I'm not normally I'm not a huge meat eater, so I don't I'm not like a grill master. It was very. I had already had. We a, decorated a little bit. Yeah, we, had we some put up dragons. dragons. We should have. Ta- oh well, it was still up, so I should have taken a picture for yeah. my parents. Yeah, we put up uh, a few years ago. My birthday party was Game of Thrones themed, so we had uh, Daenerys's three dragons. Paige so likes to those up. Yeah. Really go all out for. Yeah, I don't know if we've actually mentioned this before, but even though I am now in my thirties, and I specifically say we don't really need to do anything for my birthday. Paige will have an entire theme. Paige she'll, has children, so Paige is used to doing that for her children. Yeah, she'll make, like, uh, she'll have a whole theme. Uh, one year, it was just Jesse's favorite things. I think that was my 30th it birthday. Had, it was, like, unicorns and Frankenstein Unicorn and, and Frankenstein, rainbows, dragons, lightning bolts, lightning bolts because mm-hmm. I love storms. Uh, yeah, I always make a cake. I was going to say I love weather, but I was like, I love hell? weather. <laughs> you know what I really, like, yeah, that's. I'm going to say that on our first date now and see how much I can scare the other person. Uh, you know what I really love is just weather. Well, I always Photoshop like a picture that will somewhat embarrass Jesse and put Not it on a cake. Not normally embarrass me. Normally I think it's just funny. Yeah. Put it on a cake. Um, we yeah, we just... Play games, cook out. Listen, we like to... We're kids at heart. So, yeah. you well, know. Well, and like any excuse, like I love dressing up. Like I'm very, very extra in mm-hmm. most facets And I'm pretty extra when it comes to get-togethers. Right. So like... It, and you know, it just makes those things more special because like when you are in your 30s, it seems like there are less... Excuses to celebrate. Like, I have an Andrew W.K. I don't know if you guys know who Andrew W.K. is. He's a musician. And he's known for having, like, a a really open, kind, loving attitude. And he loves partying. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's kind of that attitude. I have, like... If there's an excuse to get together with the people you love... And, like, have a good time in a safe, you know, way... Why not? Let's go. Even if it's a little bit goofy or a little bit nerdy or whatever. We don't care. Clearly, we don't care. We don't care. yeah, so we we go all out, and so we use, we reused some decorations from one of Jesse's. Yeah, I had three inflatable dragons, so right. there's no reason not to use them again for right. Dragon Con. I went to the local ninety nine cent store, dollar store, right? And I mean, it is a chain; it's not the local, but right. it is local to us anyway. And they have their Halloween stuff out, so I lost my flippin' chill. You were, honestly. Um, and bought... I still have many face jewels for us to wear, headbands. Um, I bought a, um, assorted themed... Glow. Glow, assorted glow. <laughs> I did buy, like, glow stuff for us to wear. Yeah. So we, you know, like... We try to make it more special than just, like, a cookout where... Because, again, it doesn't take much time or effort or money to no. do that for us. Like, right. it does take more, but not... Like, I feel like the reward of, like, 
it be just making somebody smile and we cosplayed for that as well we wore hobbits right we Um, wore recreations of our hobbits uh they were yeah they were like we it was all stuff we already had but they were new hobbits mm -hmm. that we hadn't done before uh dresses we previously worn for cosplays Mm -hmm. or corsets or skirts Mm -hmm. um we both wore different wigs than we had the first time around Mm -hmm. different Um, ears i've never worn the ears that i wore officially for a cosplay I wore my Frodo ears. Okay. And I don't know if I've ever worn my Frodo ears other than just try them on. Yeah. I think we've mentioned before that Paige and I have eat two sets a piece of the actual Weta Which casting. we don't want to brag. Yeah, this is a little flex. But um, we're really proud of it. Hashtag at, flex. Um, but so we, yeah, we may have mentioned this, but we went to a convention pretty early on in my con going days. Mm-hmm. And... Um, about five years ago. Uh-huh. And we, uh, Weta was going to be there, which they made. Weta, yeah, you might want to explain what Weta so is. So Weta does all this. And do you know where that name comes from? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know if I remember. I know. Why don't you tell them? I'll tell you guys. Weta is a big New Zealand cricket. Oh, it's I did know that. Yeah. I did know I that. knew you knew it. I just didn't yeah. know if you could remember Um, it. So they do all the special effects and the CGI for the Hobbit, Lord, Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, Rings uh, trilogy, all of that. Other films and stuff too, but those are the big ones. Yeah. And those are the ones that were like, yeah. Like yeah. that's where we that's heard of Weta. Right. And yeah. So they had um, a, a hairstylist, makeup artist, special effects artist, uh, Dion yeah. Smith there. I'm uh, glad you remembered his name because I didn't. I follow him because he's a fellow star- stylist. Um, so he, uh, did a lot of the work on the sets of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, uh, mm-hmm. series, and he applied the ears, and they had them for sale. We went, Where we knew. Get their prosthetic ears, Hobbit ears, that are made from the actual molds they use From Frodo and Sam. Yeah, from the, so, so we. So you could buy a Frodo version or a Sam version, and we knew going oh, this to. this is a good story. I don't think we've told the story I don't know before. if we have either. So we. we technically said we would but oh, I don't think well, it's okay. Be, yeah, I don't so think it's been five years ago. Mm-hmm. So we went to we went to this convention. We knew going in, we wanted we knew Weta was going to be there. We were so excited because they hadn't been at a convention we'd been at yet. They've been at some since, um, but we knew we wanted to go and get these Hobbit ears put on. We're huge Lord of the Rings fans. Um, so we we budgeted money aside. We were so pumped. We went. Um, we talked to uh, Dion and told him what we wanted i think i went first you did and i have bigger ears we both wanted the frodo ears right and he did yours yeah and then he went to do mine and i was wearing a wig you weren't cosplaying that right i was cosplaying as b from being puppy cat so i had a long purple wig Mm -hmm. the dream version if you're familiar with that if you're not familiar with being puppy cat i cannot recommend it enough it's fairly short it's free on youtube or uh verve vrv um check it out anyway yeah, so, so you were sitting down. I requested the Frodo ears. That's the ones I wanted and to buy. And let me tell you, like, so professional. Like, oh first gosh. of all, he was wonderful. He was great. He um, told us, like, cool stories and Yeah, he told us, like, little stuff. fun facts and asked us lots of questions mm-hmm. and was, like, explaining how he was putting them on yeah. and, like, how, how hard it was with, like, working within the elements on the sets mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, it was just... It was such a neat little, like, we paid this money, but, like... it was pretty affordable. I think it was, like, 25 or 30 bucks. Maybe 40. 
50? It was 50. Was it? Yeah. Okay, but still. No, right. For and that was with the ears, too. That's and the then prosthetics he applied and them. the application that day. Yeah. Um, it was way worth it. Yeah, it was way, but, way, way. Yeah, and especially as much as we've, we've worn those... I've worn those ears at least once a year for right. the past five years, yeah. and they you could they look no. exactly the same. Long story me. short, uh, he didn't think Jesse should use the Frodo, Frodo ones. I he, wanted the Frodo ones, but he was like, "You're not going to be able to see these with, with your, your wig. wig." I really think you should put the same ones on. So he's like, "So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the same ones on, and then I'm going to give you the Frodo ones for free, and then your friend, meaning Paige, so that she doesn't feel bad, I'll give her the same ones for free." So we each got two pairs of ears. Yeah, which for I mean, we would have been paying another seventy five dollars or twenty five dollars, twenty five at least. Yeah, yeah, for just the ears. So it was, and it was um, just something he didn't have to do. Yeah, like he could have put very, the smaller ears. And on even you. to tell me that the smaller ears weren't going to show up. That's like, what I'm saying. Like he could have put the smaller ones on him and been like, well, cool. that's what you wanted. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah, he was great. I he's on social media, and I would have been perfectly happy with them. I'm sure. Yeah. But like, it was just very cool, and we've used them a lot. We've used them a ton. Like they're you cannot get better hobbit ears, Mm-mm. and they're I don't know if you can still order them. I know you used to be able to. Like, again, if you can afford to invest in them, I understand. Like, again, we've done a whole episode on cosplay on a budget. We understand. Yeah. If you have to buy $5 ones off Amazon, buy $5 ones off Amazon. They'll work. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to try to make your own thing. Or even, like, you can do a cosplay, like, a Hobbit cosplay. And not wear them. And not wear them. Especially if you have long hair and it's going to cover them. This was something we knew we wanted to do. Right. And And I'm so glad. That's one of, that's probably my favorite con purchase. It's honestly a really good, Um, yeah. It's, it's a good way, one. way up there. It's well, like I said, to get our to get prosthetic Hobbit ear prosthetics put on by someone that put them on the actors on Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings set, and the and Hobbit they're set. made. They're the same ears that they used yeah. on the set. It's like, just it's one. They're of those so things. realistic. Yeah, they're so comfortable. Yeah, um, they're nice. They're great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, we can't say good enough things about Hobbit ooh. ears. <laughs> But, so we wore Hobbit outfits, we wore Hobbit ears, we love mm-hmm. them so much, thank you Dion. Um, I made us last minute flower crowns, which were a bit of a hot mess, but they worked. They look cute. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Brennan dressed up. Oh yeah, Brennan, who's, he's Hobbited. Hobbited. I love he's, a good Hobbit. He's cosplayed as a <laughs> Hobbit with us before. He did, and that's, uh, he does a great Hobbit cosplay. Oh, I love his, his Hobbit cosplay. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of good ones, but um, shout but, out to Brennan. <clears throat> I, you're, it'll be another year before you're to this episode, probably, but <laughs> we love you, Brennan. Um, yeah, and I mean, I told him that night, like, that's one yeah. of my favorite cosplays mm-hmm. of his, is his Hobbit. He just yeah. looks so good. Not, I mean, not necessarily, he doesn't look yeah. like a Hobbit, but he just, he pulls it off really well. Yeah, it's a cute, it's, it's a, really a cute, cute cosplay. cosplay. Mm-hmm. But, so he dressed up. Um, are there Cloak is the official Lord of the Rings cloak he was showing me. I don't know if you were and there. He bought it like a. It's like an official Lord of the Rings huh. cloak. Yeah, it's got like a tag like officially licensed Lord of the Rings ours cloak. No, ours we made. Yeah, ours were officially licensed by us. Jesse and Paige cosplaying cocktails limited. Yeah, LLC. Take that, Brennan. Made from a pattern of I traced a hoodie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Um, and then our other friends just kind of wore geeky. Yeah, and I, like I said, I bought, and... I have so many, like, random cosplay accessories. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a huge amount. I bought in an auction a few years ago a bunch of masquerade masks. Mm-hmm. So I had those. And then, like, 
Dollar Tree, like, 99 cent store slash whatever, you know. Right. I want to give them free advertising. Not that they need it. Everything's a dollar, but. Um, yeah. So, we dressed up. Like, Dino Boppers. I don't know if that's the, you know what I mean by Dino Boppers? Accessories. No, like, the headbands that have the little. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what their official. No. Like, a headband that has little, like, wiggly right. things on them. I had a couple of those and, like, masks and eye jewels that they everybody could wear. Yeah. And we all got together, we mm-hmm. ate, we played Dragon Con, the drinking game, if you listened to the last episode, uh, the Drunken Dragon, we yeah, played Yeah, we played that. it, just the two of us on our last episode, we played it, all of us, at, um, which was more fun with yeah. all of us, like, it was easier yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, so that's what we did to celebrate that, I, uh, we watched some stuff earlier in the day, mm-hmm. some of the Dragon Con stuff, and we talked about it, you know. Um, it was just a nice way. Yeah, for we talked. We talked about past Dragon Cons. We talked about mm-hmm. what we had seen on Dragon Con TV right. and stuff that we well, had. Yeah, because it was kind of a nice tradition for us. Because normally, again, we I don't think, spend the con together with them. Uh huh. Normally, I think I've mentioned this before, but the first year that we went to Dragon Con, there was only like four of us. Yeah. Yeah, there were four of us, and now there's like ten of us that go. So the first year, obviously, we were all in one hotel room. There was only four of us. But now that there's so many of us, we don't stay in the same hotel room anymore. We, we basically see each, each other. other one evening, maybe. Yeah. So we try to make it a point to all eat dinner together one night. And usually that night is Saturday night. Yeah. So it was nice to still all get together and have a meal together on Saturday night, even though yeah. it wasn't traditional comedy. Yeah, we even said, like, life. last year we didn't that day. We did a different it was day. Was it Sunday? Yeah, yeah. it was Sunday. But last we year, um, we always we always, we always on Every Saturday. year we have done a meal all together yeah. every And normally year. it's a Saturday at Pacific Rim in Atlanta mm-hmm. and so we were Shout sitting there that night and we were like mm, well this isn't Pacific Rim yeah. but hey we're here we are or Max Loggers or yep. Me Hands one of the many local amazing uh, places that we love yeah we like all of them they're all very Dragon Con friendly Trader Vic's yeah well Trader Vic's we, we only did the one year because you have but to we'd get, go like, back yeah, we definitely would. The food was excellent. The cocktails mm-hmm. were very, very good. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit pricey, but mm-hmm. really nice atmosphere. Right. And a little bit more chill than some of the other mm-hmm. restaurants around yeah. that area. So we had, yeah, cookout food and desserts, and it was great. Yeah, um, almost everyone bought our desserts. We had like six desserts. Right. Um, and then, uh, so that was on Saturday night. And then Sunday night... Uh, Jesse came back to my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't cosplay, but we wore glow stick, a sort of glow stick. Yeah, which I just wore my normal. Are, there's a lot of nights that we uh, maybe would change out of cosplays uh, because For of a party, one reason or another, with yeah. our cosplays, and uh, to go to a party. And Jesse has a great memory of um, one of her first Dragon Con parties where she got a bunch of glow sticks. Mm-hmm. I think I don't yeah, know you've if that was it. my first party. But yeah, my first Spectrum party. Yeah. When Midnake and Mega Man gave me the glow sticks. So I bought like some glow sticks for us. Yep. And we danced out in my backyard. Yeah, we went and did a little Dragon Con party in the backyard. Yeah. I watched the masquerade before I came over. You mm-hmm. were. So yesterday, Sunday, was Paige's anniversary. With it was her my husband. 12 year anniversary. So um, they went out to celebrate their anniversary. Mm hmm. Um, so I watched the masquerade while she was celebrating with her husband. So that's why Paige, like... Yeah, I missed the masquerade, yeah. which I will, would like to catch it. Um, um so I know I'm gonna buy yeah. the, 
the streaming membership. Has, so, yeah. 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 But so tell us what you thought about the masquerade. So the masquerade. So that's one thing that I previously kind of alluded to. Um, we've only seen the masquerade live, I think, once. It's a huge Dragon Con tradition. It's Ooh. kind of like a hybrid. Yeah. So I was trying to explain it to my husband last night. I was yeah. like, it's a cosplay contest. But they're skits. Yeah, and it's kind of like they're cringy. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of like a hybrid talent show and cosplay contest. Right. So you can't just like it's not a cosplay contest where you just like come out, walk around the stage, and then judges look at right. your costume. And, like, and some people at cosplay contests will like if they have a weapon, they'll like showcase right. what they can but do. But this with one them, has like an actual or bow, like, or they'll do something right. character wise. But this you have to do like a skit. Yeah, like a and one. And a lot of time there's. One to five minutes or or something. Yeah, like one to five minute like talent, quote unquote. So like some people dance, some people like baton twirl like. It's almost like a beauty pageant like of... Show us um, your cosplay. <laughs> yeah, and then do like a little. So like some people will show like recordings and like lip sync to it. Some people will dance to like music. Some people do like little comedy things. There was a guy who did, he cosplayed as Genie from Aladdin, but he had re-recorded himself mm-hmm. new Dragon Con themed lyrics to Yank Never Had a Friend Like Me. Oh my gosh. And so he did that. So like... That's kind of the vibe of the masquerade. So it was really enjoyable. It's more than just a cosplay contest. Right. So it was really enjoyable. There's some amazing... There were three kids in the kids category. Uh There was one in the juniors, which is under six, and then two in the over six category. And they all had amazing... There was a Rainbow Bright and then something from Overwatch, which I don't play Overwatch. And (laughs) then the third one, which was my probably favorite i love late rainbow bright because that's the thing i remember from my childhood right. and kind of my aesthetic but it, the one that i thought was the probably the most creative was it was the child from the mandalorian aka baby yoda mm-hmm. but as a grown-up so he had grown up to become oh, a, a mandalorian and so it was like mandalorian armor but with little yoda ears sticking out oh my god it was pretty cute yeah um, the, some of the costumes that were in the adult category, so the adult category was broken into master, journeyman, and beginner. And I won't talk about it a lot. Some of them we had already seen in previous virtual cosplay contests this year. Mm-hmm. So like the Khajiit from Metaverse Con yes, was yeah, in there. Yeah, they were, yeah. And, uh, Mike, most of my complaints are the same as my complaints with, the Metaverse Con costume contest was that, like, what they considered beginner was intense. Like, there was this insane Assaultron from Fallout 76. Um, so, yeah. Masquerade. The, as I was mentioning... Did you have your favorite? Probably the Lantern Elves. So, we mentioned them earlier. They're, mm. like... They carry lanterns on, like, chains almost. Mm-hmm. So, they... Like, kind of like the incense that they have, like, Catholic Mass. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, they sing a cappella, and they are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful singers. And anybody can go to that, am I right? Uh, I mean, I don't know about anybody. I don't know what their selection process is. I thought is. that you could go to a So panel. that's not, the oh, Elven the Choir, yeah, okay. the Elven Choir is a panel that they do where you can go and learn some Elven songs and then sing at the evening at Bree. Mm-hmm. So that, yes, anyone that's can one go thing. to. Yeah, then this group of cosplayers is called the Elven Qua- or Elven- Lantern Elves. Uh-huh. And 
what their selection criteria is or like how you become a part of them, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm sure you could look it up. Um, yeah, I'm sure they have like Facebook groups. It's a pretty small grouping looking from their entry into the masquerade. Right. Um, uh, you know, I think there's like maybe we're less than 10 of them. But I really enjoyed theirs because they had their singing, uh, like as their music. Right. And again, they have like a talent portion. So their talent portion was them singing. And they all have beautiful cosplay. Like, yeah, you, there is a Dragon Con group called the Lantern Elves um, that you can request to join. Uh, that you think that was your favorite? Probably. I mean, the Assaultron was very, very cool, but mm -hmm. it was one of those, it was like super insanely good, right. but in the beginner category, so I'm kind of like, eh. Like, again, if it's your first costume or your first time entering, I get that, yes, you're technically a beginner, but like, it wasn't like beginner technique. Beginner work. I think that's probably one of both of our really, our biggest gripes is like, categories need to be a little bit more specific because I think there yeah. are so many people starting out in cosplay that need to be able to have this safe space to enter into a contest yeah. or something and I mean, feel and into, feel right but... and feel like don't you don't want them to feel overwhelmed you want to right. feel them to feel like they have a chance or are well, adequate or also when this the the categories are that vague just beginner journeyman master right like it's how do you judge like really really difficult and intense armor building or prop building compared to really really intense sewing which that's what or, we've said we really liked about the c2e2 judging right. is that they had different categories right and there were blurs in the lines there here and there but for the most or part at least for us i mean they have their own rules, right but. right but for us we were like okay how'd they decide this and that right. but um yeah i think that I think that there there there's always going to be uh, some kind of debate over how uh, cosplay contests are judged in that manner. So, um, so yeah, so that was our um, what did we also watched um, some different bands last night, mm -hmm. and I there was a couple different um, panels that we kind of tuned into for mm -hmm. a few minutes, um, but nothing. Nothing we were super, like, excited about. Yeah, or, well, and... With it being on demand, like you said, if you really want to check out Dragon Con and you weren't able to tune in over the weekend, definitely, uh, it's worth it to get that $10 membership. Yeah, um, like you said, if you don't... Do you, I don't, I I don't know, but do you get do you get access to past years as well? Yeah. So you, I would say that I'm a... I'm, this year, and it's not all year. It's ten dollars for I think it's three or four months mm -hmm. access to all of Dragon Con TV. So, so this year might be hit or miss with it being virtual, right? Um, but you also would get access to past cons where I mean the mm -hmm. content is going to be great. Uh, well, and like honestly, there were parts of the masquerade that I liked better because you it was said virtual, that, yeah, because there were a lot of people who were able to be a lot more creative. Because normally it's just what can you like your talent has to be something that you can do on stage. Well, and in, like, I was like, I was three explaining minutes. to my husband like that you with the um the the words or your script or whatever that you have or your music. It has to be pre-recorded because right. they can't mic everybody. Right. And I said, so that can make it awkward because, like, you have to memorize, like, and mouth it and lip sync uh -huh. it. 
and it's kind of awkward. Whereas when it is recorded and you are sending it in, you can do it however you want to, whether that's you yeah. using your voice or your lip syncing it and or whatever. Yeah, and then there was one family that entered all as a family, and I they were saying, you know, like, well, their youngest kids are too young to come to Dragon Con, so they don't normally get to. But they got to. But they got to do it this time. Year. So, like, there definitely were like things that I liked better about the digital format for the masquerade right. as compared to, um, you know, when we had wa- when we have watched it in years past. They also did, which I thought was really really cute. So, a uh, masquerade tradition at Dragon Con is to play. The Looney Tunes cartoon Duck Dodgers of we the twenty fourth and a different half. podcast, yeah. I think. Episode. So they had like some celebrity guests and like also like Dragon Con personalities and just Dragon Con fans reenact that cartoon so that they wouldn't get because they were worried about getting like copyright on the live stream right. getting taken down right. if they showed the Looney Tunes. So they re and like it was really impressive, like the way it was edited, like superb. People really like it was cute and funny. Well, we talked one of the nights we we were together watching. Um, there was just some different like, not movies, but like little skits and stuff that we saw that we were like, some wow, of them were short films. This, this yeah, some production quality films, is impressive but, yeah. compared to you know not that Dragon Cons isn't impressive, but like there is a a quality level you expect. Yeah, and one that's something else, like, the Dragon Con Film Festival is something that I was, have, like, been interested in, but, like, there's a million other things going, so we've never gone. Mm-hmm. So I got to see some of the films from mm-hmm. the film festival that were, like, really well done, like, good short films that I enjoyed, but, like, wouldn't normally get to see yeah. them. Um, so, yeah, like, and that's another thing, like, bands that we wouldn't normally get to hear, mm-hmm. or, like, so it was nice... It wasn't the same by any means. No. Um, but, but we're all going through this together. Yeah, so. like, there were definitely, po- like I said, it, I was surprised at the amount of... We got a lot more sleep. That's true. <laughs> Although, I told Paige, uh, Saturday, was it Saturday morning she called. Yeah, we were discussing what cosplays we were going to wear for our cookout yeah, on Saturday, and, I, and like, I said... She's like, well, it might get cold. And I was like, I was well, like oh, just... we've got our capes. Like, that's perfect. And I was like, well, I'll probably just put a sweatshirt on, not my cape. Like, I got mad. It's not real con. And she was like, we're trying to make it as much like real con as possible. Like, <laughs> put on your cloak. And I was like, well, to add to the authenticity, I did sleep in this morning and miss the parade. Yeah, which, which is... we always, like, we've never once, I don't think we've ever tried to go downtown to watch it no. because we always know how how insane it is. No. We used to go to, like, when we stayed... The Puppetry um, Museum we've done a yeah, couple times yeah. during the parade or the vendors. Yeah. Or we'll just try, like, or sleep in. <laughs> right. But yeah. last year we were like, oh, we'll be able to see it from our window. And we still slept through <laughs> I watched a... We watched a... I saw a tiny bit. Tiny bit, ready. yeah. And we can... When you stay in the hotels, you can watch it on TV. You can right. watch it on TV afterwards. So, like... We normally don't, because just because it's so crazy, there are people that get there at like four o'clock in the morning or yeah. whatever. It's chaotic, and we just can't like devote that to not. We are above amazing. above anything else. We're cosplayers, right? Um, yeah. So like, not that it's not amazing. We'll still see a lot of those cosplayers walking right. around at the convention, like or like I, I said, honestly watch think the parade, the parade is great for people of Atlanta that maybe aren't going to the parade. Mm-hmm. 
um, to be able to experience a little bit of that and get some enjoyment out of the chaos that DragonCon turns their city into for those days. Like, they get to enjoy a little bit of that and bring their kids, even if they're not going to the convention. Yeah, or just, like, if you can't, like, that's one nice thing, because normally, like, if you can't afford a badge to go to the convention, like, you're SOL. Right. But one of the nice things about the DragonCon... Go downtown and eat at a restaurant and get a good Yeah, well, like I mentioned before that my brother and I, one of the, I think maybe his very first year, we went to eat in a restaurant and there was this married couple that were like, what is going on here? Uh And we were talking to him about it and we were talking to the wife and the husband was like taking pictures and like huge grin on his face. Right. Taking pictures of his wife talking to us, which I'm sure they're on Facebook of like, you know, Patrice talking to the freaks. Look at, look at this. (laughs) Patrice met these people mm-hmm. in costumes. Patrice met these weirdos. But, uh. Um, we are the weirdos, mister. Yeah, that's true. We are the weirdos, mister. Um, were you trying to cheers me? Because I didn't have a cup it's in my hand. Fine. <laughs> I gave up. Um. Yeah, so. Um. Like, there are things that we normally miss that I actually got to see this year. So, that was a plus. Like, yeah. I'm, again, like... We're trying to make the best out of the situation. Right. Yeah, like, it definitely was not as good as yeah. in-person Dragon Con. But, again, there's no way that... And we have next year's Dragon Con paid for. Yeah. So, that was, like, another benefit yeah. of... We have hotel like, reserved. We technically owe still, like, $18 a piece on the hotel. $18! Oh, no! Yeah. yeah. But, like... Yeah, our flight, our, our hotel. flights, we have to rebook. Hotels really? booked. We have cosplay stuff if we so choose to redo mm-hmm. those cosplays. Like, so yeah, like that's another nice thing is like obviously it sucks that we couldn't go this year, but everything was went really smoothly virtual wise. Cancellation and cancellation. And cancellation wise, we still have. Well, you don't, but I bought my badge for this year, so my badge. I is heard even that paid if you for. bought it this week, you would still get. Oh, that's probably badge. true. That's probably true. Yeah, so if you have... So I had not yet bought my badge um, or my ticket to Dragon Con um, whenever they coronavirus started. And at that point, I was like, well, maybe I won't. Yeah. Um. But... And some people, Jesse had already gotten hers. Mm-hmm. Her brother had already gotten his. Like, so... But if you did get it ahead of time they are sending out like a little special treat along with your badge for Mm -hmm. this year so you're not missing a badge but i heard that if you buy it this week you would also get this year's badge that's very possible yeah so that's a little incentive to if you were i knew they opened excited for next year Mm -hmm. which i am it's also the cheapest price that you'll get it for next year for 2021 so and we've mentioned before but if you're going to go to convention it's Dragon Con, man. Yeah. Well, and, like, another nice thing is, I guess, kind of, like, again, trying to look on the bright side, Labor Day was late this year, which means we have less than a year until next year's Dragon Con. So, like, as of right now. And normally, tomorrow would be the, the worst. The saddest day of the year, but it's going to be the most exciting because it's the closest to Dragon Con. Well, that's every day, though. Every day. Exactly. There, yeah. how, we, that's how we should always look at life. Yeah. We'd probably be happier if, like, every day is a day closer to Dragon Con. Look Unless at you're us. at Dragon Con. We don't talk... Well, I mean, yeah. those are the happy days. Yeah. Next year, Dragon Con Tuesday will be bad again. Because it's the furthest from Dragon Con that we ever are. I think we'll still be on a Dragon Con high from missing a year. We'll be okay. Uh, yeah, or I might just stay in Atlanta for, like, a week and a half. I might just move there. Jesse lives in Atlanta. I now. mean, I... Here's the thing. Dragon Con Jesse tends to wall out. 
What? So what she may do... You get married in Atlanta I would year. love that. I would love a Dragon Con wedding. If you're looking for a lady and you go to Dragon Con and you're like, I need to wife up for a green card, I know somebody. Uh, I don't want to just... No, that's not true. Okay, if you have fallen in love with Jesse over the podcast... There you go. If you've fallen in love with me and you through were the podcast... And you a spaghetti man. If you're a lonely spaghetti man who uh, spoons a Pikachu at night... And cries into it. <laughs> plush Pikachu. Awesome. You're thinking, I wish that this plush Pikachu, instead of being a round Pikachu, was a round lady who's warm. I got one for you. She's right here. I'm right here, man. Round right lady. Here. I'm lush and warm. Lush and warm. That's, I'm going to change my Facebook description from hopeful monster to just lush, lush and, and warm. warm. I'm gonna, all my online dating stuff, yeah. lush and warm. Just brown, I mean, brown lady who's lush and warm. I quit. I quit online dating, but I think yeah. I think you should start a plus side lady that. who's lush and warm. Ready? I think it's gonna really do the trick. I don't think so because a lot of the people that online date are garbage. Maybe that should be your OnlyFans name. Lush and warm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. There we go. We had a good one the other day, but I've forgotten it already. Listen. Uh, baked situation. <laughs> baked situation. Lush and warm baked situation. That's ding, my ding, OnlyFans ding. name. Um, like we said, uh, it's not a normal con episode where we recap a convention. Yeah, but like most of the big, like, you know, tradition panels, like the masquerade, the parade, they did. Yep. Teapot racing, they did teapot. And what I really thought, I'm going to give a shout out to the alternate history mm-hmm. track. They did this really cool thing this year for the teapot racing. So normally they do a panel. It's a kind of a tradition, newer tradition called Splendid Teapot Racing. Um, anyway, um, they do this panel called Splendid Teapot Racing where you basically build like a remote control racing teapot and right. race them. So this year, they a local high school, they provided them with dollar store tea sets and... Target RC racers to all these high school like STEM students mm-hmm. got to build these uh, for the panel. Oh, cool! So instead of just being like random Dragon Con goers, it was local high schoolers. So that like it was a donation to them because they donated the materials. The mm-hmm. alternate history attracted, and um, you know the, it was a lot of creativity there. Um, in how they incorporated the two together, and they could use other materials as well. Um, and like they, a lot of them were really cool decorations, and it was just a very neat. Like I just wanted to give them a little shout out for that. Yeah, that was very for neat, sure. Like keeping that uh, tradition alive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't any anything I said. That was negative on the digital Dragon Con was not. Yeah, I mean there were negatives to it, right? Yeah, it like, was not. We know Dragon Con did their very, very yeah. best, and just like any convention this year, like none People of us worked are their prepared. butts off to put yeah. them probably harder yeah. to put the virtual con on right. than they did right. the regular. And we and really, we that, really appreciate just yeah. any effort that was put into it because we were able to do a little bit of Dragon Con-esque mm-hmm. stuff, and that really made it kind of, even right. just the montages of cosplays. And right, and they came out with new, normally they do like these parody music videos, uh-huh. like there's one to Last Friday Night, that's Last Dragon Con. Right. It's probably the most famous. There's one that's like, Hello by Adele. Right. And then there's, do you, like, 
are you finished with your cosplay? This right. is the snowman from Frozen. So, like, they do these really, and they just did a these new things one. That, that were nostalgic to Dragon right. Con for us, and it was. We, they we, did, um, which is still going on, a hotel house cup. So they started this new thing, which they may have wanted to do this regardless. But um, where whenever you shared something from the virtual con or like pictures of you or whatever, mm-hmm. you could tag your house like check hotel. In. You could well just tag was a okay. hashtag. You could do a hashtag of your like house Hyatt, house Marriott, house mm-hmm. Weston, and then whichever house gets the most hashtags. By tonight, so Labor Day night. Come on, Marriott. They get a physical house cup to keep at the hotel um, for next year. So we're going to hashtag this episode, right? Yeah, we should. We should. House Marriott. Hashtag Marriott. Yeah, we're House Marriott, y'all. Here we are. Um, Ride or die, House Marriott, unless we can get like a sale with the other hotels. Whoa. Um, Yeah, so... I mean, I would rather stay in the Marriott. We love the Marriott. Now that we've gotten it, I wish they would do Legacy, but before we got it, I was glad they didn't, yeah. so. Yeah, so we, um, we loved it. We, we loved the little bits that we were able to enjoy. Um, we're excited to catch up on the things we missed on Yeah, that's why, like you said, I'll definitely buy, because there was one panel that was, like, the fashion of Dragon Con. It was, like, at 4.30 in the morning, right? It was right? 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, our time. And I could, or it might have been 3 a.m. our time, but still, like, I'm, even, I'm a night owl, and I'm still not up when, like, it's work time that late. Like, I can't stay up that late. Yeah, so. Especially, like, even if it starts at 3, it's going to go till 4. Right. So. Yeah, there's a lot of panels I think we would both check out. So, if that's you, you, like we said, you can get the membership. Um, Just go to dragoncon.org. It's dragoncon.org. Um, and find that and find that information. Um, yeah, we're we, not uh, being paid to say this. No, no, we just um, love Dragon Con. We just love Dragon Con. Any that much. guys, anything unless we say this is like an ad. <laughs> like yeah. as of right now, nobody's paying us to do any of this if shit. If you want so, to, yeah, yeah. Here as we are. of right now, we are putting more money into the podcast than we're getting out, which, which we're is very little. Yeah, we put very little money into it. A lot of time. A lot of time, especially Paige. Um, but she's toasting herself over here. Um, you know, like we love doing it, yep. but yeah, we're not like, so when we say we love Dragon Con, it's because we genuinely love Dragon Con. It's yep. not, yep. like you said, we're not being paid. We're not sponsors, nothing like that. It's just a different experience and a different, but that's the only thing. Like once you go to Dragon Con, it really does kind of ruin a lot of like, I don't say ruin cause we still enjoy every other con we've it's gone just to, different. but Nothing's ever gonna, yeah, nothing's ever going to compare. Like, that's a thing, like, I'm never going to get married unless I find a person that's my dragon con. Like, oh, yeah, that's my romantic. Like, I'm going to put that in my vows one day if I ever do You're my dragon con. My, and he's going to be like, God, Chewy, I'm home. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I'm used to this. Where's the corgi gorgle? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> this is turning into Jesse's late night podcast. Yeah, my flavor. What was it? Flavor profile. I came up with something else. I can't remember. I can't remember either. It's been a while. Garage time. I just bought wine all over myself. Garage time. <laughs> it was garage time. Please don't spit wine. Uh, so, uh, like we said, uh, we appreciate everybody that put their time mm-hmm. and effort. Before we wrap things up, do we want to talk about the Barrelman drama? Yeah, go for it. So, a little bit. 
uh, kind of drama with the virtual con. The only thing that really was a major foobar, I would say, was that all... I mean, I just found out about it last night. Me too, but uh, just, yeah, the only negative thing I guess I saw... Besides people who were just, like, irrationally mad that they canceled when clearly they had to. Like, right. there was no way to keep people safe if, like, again, we had already decided, even as much as we love it, even if they had it, we weren't going. Because it wasn't, we knew it wasn't going to be safe. Right. So, and that's, enough. like I said, thank you for canceling. Like, again, we hate that we it had to be it. canceled. But I appreciate. It made it easier on everybody, I think. And also, like, just keeping people safe like putting a priority on keeping people safe rather than trying to make money. make money or keep go you know like putting the con at risk to keep people safe was a very noble and valiant thing to do yeah way to go dragon con um anyway so one the only really negative thing i saw for the entire con was that john Behrman, all of his panels had been removed right from, and no one can figure out why, and still no one really knows as of this recording. Um, the best information we can find is that he asked for those panels to be removed from right. the schedule, and we don't know why. He did have a very expensive piece of one of his costumes stolen in 2018. Two, two years ago, right? Yeah, 2018. He had a he very He had taken, he had done like this costume change in the middle of his, um panel and it he had a Cersei Lannister a Cer- like right. a beaded a beaded beautiful, beautiful Sor- Swarovski crystals mm-hmm. like beautiful gown on um and I think he like he the skirt was off like tear the, away yeah, and he that, had like hot shorts on underneath that's it. right so yeah the part of the costume came off and he kind of flung it to the side of the stage to to my what I remember and it just kind of sat there he went on with the panel and by the time everybody had cleared out, um, it was gone. He posted later on his social media about it, like, hey, this went missing. I'm pissed about it, but also just bring it back and it's going to be fine. Like, I won't press charges. Like, there will be no, there will be nothing that happens. Just, I want it back. Like, I just got, he had just gotten it. And it didn't get returned, to my knowledge. No, it did not get returned. Um, and so a lot of people were speculating that perhaps that's why, um, he wanted his program or his panels removed. Some people thought that it was just because they were better in person, right? Like that he, like, it was something you need to experience and he didn't want them seen, um, unless you were there in person. Um, but... It has stirred up quite the drama on the internet, yeah. and uh, regardless, I mean, we really love John John Barrowman. We've seen several of his panels at Dragon Con and otherwise, um, but uh, that was the b- main drama um, that we noticed, really. So, um, yeah, that was the only like negative thing I've seen is that. Uh, those panels were moved and there wasn't really... So, John Berman may or may not be uh, mad about uh, um, getting his stuff stolen. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be, like, rights issues. I know there's been issues in the past streaming any panels with Doctor Who actors. 
because of like mm-hmm. Doctor Who, like BBC crazy licensing. Right. right. So, so it's not. It we're not. Be, like, we're yeah, not calling like, anybody out. And we're we're not, not trying to call drama. It's just an interesting part of the con that. Yeah, I Yeah, we have something mentioned. we talked about last and night. And if you saw like the John Berman panels and you're like, oh, I really want to see those, don't pay that ten dollars just for those because you're probably right. not going to get to see them. So uh, we just want to give a, a huge shout out to yeah. anyone that helped put together Virtual Dragon Con. All the cosplayers that submitted um, yeah. their work. All of the people that submitted, they, yeah, they did everything. How, we know how hard it is to get motivated to work mm-hmm. on a cosplay right now with not knowing when the next real And how scary it is to uh, put yourself out there for uh-huh. a competition, whether yeah. virtual Especially or in person. I saw, like, a decent, like, there was really good representation across the board in the good. masquerade, at least. Good. And I also was looking at the hallway costume contest, the cosplay contest. Mm-hmm. And there was good representation of yeah. all different bodies, like all different races, yeah. all different body types, different genders. Um, so I always love that because, like, again, I know, again, I've said it before, as a plus size cosplayer, pretty much every aspect of cosplaying is more difficult. It's, again, so like seeing that there were plus size cosplayers, like with beautiful, beautiful cosplays, like proving, like, you know, it's one of those, like, that's always more near and dear to me as a plus size cosplayer. Like, when I see other, co- like, plus-size cosplayers, like, thriving and looking so, like, amazing, like, proving to people who are right. doubters. Because we do have more doubters than naysayers. Like, especially since there are, I don't Cosplay know. Cosplay in general does, and then you add in the, like, the right. plus-size. Well, and, like, I don't know that this is, there's a lot of these people, but there are some, like, mostly male <gasps> people who think, like, cosplayers are, like, only to be their thirst sexual traps. fantasies, right? They're like, just there to be thirst right? traps. Right, like they have to be like these traditional, quote unquote. But that's the thing, like, everyone is someone's type, first of all. Like, we've mentioned it before on uh, Cardboard yeah. Box Pervert. Right, Cardboard Box Pervert. Like, so everything. Everybody is going to sexualize yeah, something. Yeah, and like, that's the thing, like, having a plus size body doesn't mean you're, like, it's something that I've worked for years to overcome, like, that doesn't mean you're not desirable to someone. That doesn't mean someone can't love you. And that doesn't mean you can't be an amazing cosplayer. So, like, just seeing that really meant a lot to me that that was still represented in the... And I feel like Dragon Con, more than any other con, is representative of that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, matter... Like, there are people with different disabilities that cosplay. There are people with, you know, all races, all sizes, all different, you know anything right backgrounds whatever that cosplay and you know it that feeling was in the masquerade and there was you know it's like that was the like sweetest part to me i guess was still seeing well please ignore the mice there now is their party time it's party time (laughs) they're having their own dragon con in their cage oh Oh, Are you going to make cosplays for them? Probably. Good. I'm already probably going to crochet them a couch. So. so, we just, we really appreciate anybody that put time in because we know that um, Jesse is a teacher and me as a mom. We know it's harder during this virtual right, time. Right, because I think all of the track directors, all the volunteers, they all have real jobs yeah. that they do. Yeah. Or, you know, real lives. Most people assisting with Dragon Con are doing it because they love the the con life, the cosplay. Mm-hmm. The, well, the... and when I, so I watched the live showing in the masquerade on Sunday night and there were 250 people watching oh, it. Oh, man. So, that's not nothing. But no. also, like, when you're 
thinking about the fact that if it were in person, there'd be an overflow room for that panel. Mm-hmm. There'd be people who couldn't get in. There'd be thousands of people. Yeah, we were, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so um, your work does not go unpre- unappreciated. Like, we appreciate you, and we cannot wait for it to be back in person next right. year and to be celebrating Dragon Con 2021. Yeah, I was thinking I would like to try to get, like, some swag together for the track directors. and just, That's like, a good idea. Because I love swagging anyway. You know me. You, you, know, love, you love the swag and wagon. I love swag and wagon. I'm the swaggle captain. Swaggle waggle, swaggle waggle. Right. I invented the dance, the swaggle waggle. I'm the captain of the swag and wagon. That's you. Um... So I thought it might be nice to have like a swag just for the like twenty or so track. Just like a we appreciate we, you they, something. Yeah, because we run into them sometimes, and just or like any volunteers, like swag for the volunteers. Right. They do get lots of like you know little treats and stuff, but I don't know that it's equal Enough. to the amount. Right. right. Yeah. And so. any, it's just like any little bit of kindness. Again, that's like that was kind of what the general like the thing that made me feel about the best about Dragon Con was like. Just the kindness involved in someone else putting so much work in so that we could still have these traditional things in right. some way. Right. Like a parade, even though it was a weird virtual online parade. And a masquerade, even though it was very different. It was well put on. It was entertaining. It was nostalgic. It was, I think it went as well as it could have in a virtual format. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah. I was just really impressed overall hey. and thankful that they did it. Before we wrap this up, you want to know a good thing I just thought about? Right. Yeah. I said yeah. We can start planning next year now. Yeah, that's true. And now we have... It's like... It's uh, time to start planning cosplays yeah, for 2021 like Dragon Con, ladies the, and gentlemen. The end of the Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Where they're like, only 364 days until next time. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it's less than 364 days because, again... Labor Day was late. Labor Day is late this year. It'll be a It'll be late next, next year. year. It'll be late, but not as One day, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um... We hope that if you are a Dragon Con uh, attendee and you miss, you know, obviously everybody missed this year, but if you. 59 days till next Dragon Con. 359. Um, if you are uh, in the same position as us and you were sad, but now you're super excited because you're planning for next year, we're there with you. Um, let us know what you did for Dragon Con this year. If you did anything super exciting, yeah. if you have any really exciting cosplay ideas for next year that you're willing to share. If you cosplayed this year and you want to share those cosplays, we would love to see mm-hmm. those. If you really have anything, um, we'd love to see them. One anything. On a, anything. Jesse will get into that in a minute. Literally just a really <laughs> wide range of things. Um, but uh, one of the places you can send those to or uh, check us out on is social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, but Jesse's got other options for you. Yeah, so you know I'm not a social media That's person. Right. So if you're not a social media person, you don't understand how it works. It infuriates you because you're old and crotchety. That's you. That's me, old and crotchety. Old and crotchety, uh, Jesse. That's what I call her. Yeah. Uh, if you're a crone like me, crone, crone. Uh, you can email us instead of uh, doing the social media. And since I'm reading it, my interests are 
quite broad. You can send me weird fish pics. Interesting um, plants. I have mice now, so you can send me <gasps> stuff. Um, if mice um, care to mice mouse TikTok mouse TikTok. Um, you can send me. You just told people to send you TikToks. I would say. Well, I can't usually watch them because I don't have the TikTok app, but you can send them. I can see like the previews. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what else? Interesting plants, mushrooms, fungus. Just any fungus is new, is it? Yeah, you don't. Do you know mold is a fungus? This is something that Bethany and I also. You didn't know mold was a fungus? No, I thought mold was its own thing. No, it's a fungus. It's a fungus. I'm shocked right now that you didn't know that. Well, it's been forever since I've taken a Linnaean taxonomy class. I've never taken that class, and I knew that. I mean, I wasn't like, oh no, there's no way, but I just thought it was its own. It's you its also own are really into like family, not its own kingdom. You're also really into like Harry Styles. Harry Styles. If he's in gingham, he has pearls or a dress or ballet. Leotard. Really, you can't go wrong with Harry Styles. No, yeah, I don't unless like he's like baby. Right, yeah. right. I like like nowadays Harry Styles. Right. Watermelon sugar. Yeah. Hi. I came real close to ordering the black version of that strawberry dress today, but I didn't. I bought you the regular version of I know. the dress. I. I chilled. I forgot about that, and then I ordered you a lot more birthday presents, so well, whoopsie daisy. Hopefully that one will come before, and then I can have it early, because you have no chill. I really don't. <laughs> um, oh, interesting plants, fungi, mushrooms. Things that relate to the podcast. I like, like, tiny, like, fairy garden type looking things. They're... Right, great. Beautiful beautiful things longwood gardens is my favorite place on earth so if you want to send me longwood garden stuff what dragon con is your favorite that's not a place it's a state of mind man (laughs) no like i wouldn't say like atlanta downtown atlanta is definitely not my favorite place unless it's dragon con yeah like i love dragon con a whole lot all right fair enough anyway this has been 400 hour out row um out row Rut row, out row. Um, I'm talking into this corkscrew like it's a microphone. Um, you can send us pictures of you in cosplay that you want us to feature on our social media. You can send us ideas for future episodes. You can send us cons that you love, especially if they're like smaller cons we may not have heard of. Um, we'd love to hear about them. Um, ideas you have for us for cosplays or for you for cosplays? Cosplay challenges, cosplay uh-huh. things you'd like to see us do in the future. Makeup challenges. Makeup like, challenges. Related to cosplay. We could work it Or with fandom cosplays. or right. something, yeah. Um, cocktail ideas. Did you say that one? Cocktail recipes. We love them. Yeah, um, I didn't say that one. If you um, want to share your cosplays with us, I if said you want to share con stories with us, yeah, uh, answers. We love it. If you want, us. if you're corrections, like, that's one I always like to mention because we do screw stuff up. I'm sure. Oh, what? Speaking of corrections, when we were playing the Dragon Con drinking game in the last episode, there was one card that we didn't know, and it was a typo. So it said, "Oh, that's right, Uhur," and I was like, "Who's Uhur?" It was supposed to be Uhura. I just didn't know. Damn it, Sven. Yeah, I'm not a huge um, uh, TOS. So I knew Uhura, but I didn't know her like full well, name. And, you didn't and there was also a typo, a typo right? right. So, so it was in fact in fact, it was in fact a Star Trek. Yeah, right. it was Klingon. So yeah, Jesse, where could they send those things? Our email is cosplayandcocktailspod 
at gmail.com. Alright, at gmail.com. Okay, are we done? I guess. Yeah, we're done. Okay, bye! Bye!